Get updated with the hottest news in insurance, finance, and the newest innovation in InsureTech and FinTech in these difficult times. Hear it from one of the most known and respected voices in the industry, Dr. Robin Kiera, and his guest of today. This is Insurance and Finance live from the headquarter of Digital Scouting in Hamburg, Germany, and from the exciting city that never sleeps, Dubai. Today we have Sridhar Subbaraman here, the Managing Director of the Oasis Insurance Group. Thank you very much for being here and thank you much for hanging, us in, hanging in with us here. Thank you, Robin. It's great to connect with you again. And uh, it's been quite some time uh, that we met. Last, I think we met in Hong Kong, isn't it, in November? I, I, I think so. Um, so we met the first time in, in Dubai, and then we uh, had in Hong Kong. I think that's super interesting. But how has been the situation in Dubai and, and also in connection with the insurance business you are running? Okay, uh, the current uh, pandemic, COVID-19, has impacted UAE as well. Uh, we are seeing an increase in the number of uh, positive cases on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, this week, it's hovering around uh, on an average of 525 per day. Oh, wow. So the, the numbers are increasing. Having said that, having said that, the uh, the government has taken a very pragmatic approach. Uh, it was a complete lockdown until last Thursday, and start of the start of the new week, and also yeah. start of uh, the holy month of Ramadan. Uh, the government has taken a decision to actually partially open up the economy. Yeah. So they have they have they have, they have brought in strict uh, regulations. But I think uh, largely the, the the population, be it the resident population or the local population, are largely have always been adhering to the uh, local rules. So yeah. enforcing is not an issue in this part of the world, and yeah. uh, the businesses have been allowed to work with thirty percent uh, capacity at their uh, at their premises of work. Having said that. Uh, it's it's kind of like it's it's been a good opportunity for us actually because uh, uh, business has been as usual for us so far. Yes, yeah. will it be impacted long term? Yes, when when the economic the economy at a macro level is impacted, every industry is going to be impacted over the coming months. But has it yeah. been instantly been impacted? Uh, yes, it has been impacted for us positively. We, maybe we maybe we'll say a little bit about that, um, because I think not everybody knows uh, your core business model currently. Maybe share okay. what are you doing in, in Dubai. I know um, you have been there living for a long time. You've been there in a long time in the insurance industry, so you know the insides out. But what are you doing? What is your company currently about? Okay. Uh, to talk about it, uh, I'm the founder and owner of Oasis Insurance Group. Uh, we are completely into the supply chain of insurance. Uh, we, yep. we have we have our in-house direct broking company by, in the name of Gulf Oasis Insurance Brokers. Uh, we also have an affiliate uh, reinsurance and uh, reinsurance broking company in MGA and DIFC, which is a franchise of a Lloyd's broker in UK in the name of K yep. International MA Limited. And what I'll be talking about today and what I'm always been interested about is like we are Middle East first and only fully transactional, straight through processing, 
insurance e-commerce platform, Insured Oasis. So we are yeah. the only company which has been enabled in this entire market to uh, compare, buy, and secure cover instantly for our customers. And I'm also, really so yes. Why? Because I mean, you started it already before the whole situation happened. But what I found super interesting in that case is you are deeply rooted and super successful with a traditional business model, with like two different tra traditional business models. But you decided to go down the tech route and build a substantial tech platform for your market. Why? Okay, this is this did not happen overnight, uh, Robin. The thought process for this was laid in, way back in 2014. Yeah. Okay, uh, whilst we have been talking about this for, for the last for the past five, five and a half years now, today today it is a reality. And what has happened last one year, we have been like struggling, we have been like uh, making attempts with the market to make them realize that uh, uh, we are different and we are a digital broker and not just a leap generation or a comparison website. Today, the customer appreciates it during this lockdown. Yeah. Share. What, 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 do you experience? what do you experience? Our experiences during during this period, uh, we whilst whilst we were we were like typically concentrating on the run of the mill products the whole of past year. Uh, yeah. During this period, we came out innovatively with the with the assistance of our risk carriers, uh, some relevant products which is relevant to this period of time. If you, if you looked at if you looked up my uh, LinkedIn article recently, where I yeah. said that the government is doing a yeoman service and keeping us all safe, it is our utmost duty to secure ourselves today. Yeah, and secure at a cost and at a platform where it is done instantly. What we have done is we have simplified insurance. Our motto and our core mantra is very simple: keep insurance straight and simple. Yeah. I think I think you have a, a lot of um, people in the industry that thinking the same and working at that because you know keep it simple. It's something uh, you know. Another one just uh, sent me a contract between a reinsurer and another company, and was like, I think this big. Well, I don't know. Uh, so I think <laughs> the difference, the opposite of of simple. But um, yeah, maybe also a few words about the insurance industry in the Emirates. Uh, again, you have been there working for a long, long time. You have uh, you 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 run the company for a long time. Um, people that not have been there several times, uh, how do we have to imagine the like carriers and distribution uh, in Dubai and the, and the region? Okay, it's a it's a very interesting market and a very very competitive market. In fact, in fact, the the supply is on the higher side. For, for yeah. a population of 12 million people, including 75% of expat resident population, uh, we have in all 63 insurance companies and around uh, 190 odd insurance brokers on the direct side. Apart from yeah. that, you have a very active reinsurance market at uh, Dubai International Financial Center, catering yeah. to the entire region and to the globe as well. So I think I think this 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 is a very interesting and a very very com competitive market space, and uh, it has always found its way to be relevant, and uh, yeah. it has it has always been uh, exploring itself and achieving whatever it it sets out to achieve. That way, this this place is very interesting. 
in fact in fact uh, for us itself although having been here for more than two decades uh, we keep on re-exploring this place every couple of years so what you say is that the state of the industry substantially changes actually every few years as the state of the whole country and the society is changing substantially over exactly. the years exactly 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 and given this situation i think the next wave of change is just going to start and how is that going to be what do you think uh this afternoon i was just i was just like uh, responding to one of the posts of our dear friend patrick uh yeah over there i said i said what was innovation bc bc is before covid is now going to be the is the new normal now Ah, I love it. I love it. I love your analogy there with before and after COVID. I think I'm going to steal that. <laughs> Thanks for that. So, so it's going to be a, uh, we, have, we have heard of the Christ BC and the AD. We are actually going to live that now, BC, before Corona and before COVID and after. <laughs> <laughs> And I think you touched on a super important point there um, and also to get your feeling half across the world actually from that is um, do you think that the current crisis, what do you think is going to, the, to be the effect on, on your ecosystem and your industry? Uh, okay, to the ecosystem, uh, to our industry per se, the entire industry is going to adopt what we are already adopted, which we have been working for the past five years and which is today a reality. Uh, yeah. Uh, the industry is talking to us as well as we as we speak to say how they can like uh, uh, adopt what we have been adopting for the last couple of years. Uh, they want to like fast track the changes. Uh, yeah. Adoption, unfortunately, whilst it has been a, a practice over practice over here that the uh, technology adoption has always been the last in this region. Now it has been catapulted. Now they're they're like jumping a few. Uh, blocks at one go and now they're talking about exciting technologies that they would want to implement like they're talking about blockchain they're talking about cryptos they're just talking about every every available technology available there to actually speed up the entire uh, evolution from the current uh, current brick and mortar to being to becoming fully agile and digital going forward that is going to be that is going to be the single biggest uh, change that's going to happen the industry is going to become lean and mean in terms of human infrastructure human capital but uh, the business is going to grow eventually the business is going to grow as, as tim cook as tim cook recently said uh, uh, what is the stake on the us economy it's going to be a v-shaped uh, uh, tech okay yes we are seeing a sharp we'll be seeing a sharp down in the coming months but it's going to be equally sharp upturn yeah And I think that's what crisis in Dubai have shown us in the past, uh, that it always has been, uh, um, when it went down, a very impressive recovery. Um, at least from my, you know, outside view, that was always very something super um, uh, uh, impressive. And also to see how, ch how fast discussions change. I remember when I was there the first time a few years ago, we had the same discussions there as in, in Germany with, you know, the internet is uh, maybe not affecting our business. Only nine months later, totally 
discussion, discussion and only the discussion about how can we implement it to make more serve our clients better and make more revenue along the along the uh, along the way. So I think that's something uh, super interesting for everybody's out there listening has never been in Dubai uh, and the Emirates. Make sure to drop by. It's super exciting place also for the insurance industry. I um, I will, I'd like to add a few. They actually have been through three recessions here in Dubai. Yeah. Okay. The first recession was Dubai. Dubai alone was impacted way back in '97 to '98 until '99, and they came up with something else, which kind of like put the uh, the city and the country in an upward trajectory. Where if it did not grow by 80 percent year on year, you didn't grow. <laughs> I, I like it. I like it. I like it because in the insurance industry, we need to talk about growth. Yes. We need to talk. We can make a lot more contribution to our market if it's a developing market or if it's a mature market. Doesn't matter. Exactly. I'm always annoyed when insurance CEOs tell me, "Robin, we are growing 0.25 percent more than the average market." I'm like, "What do you have against 25 percent?" Exactly. You know, it's and and what we see here uh, currently is small and mid-sized player having done their homework over the last years, and now you see it in their results. They are growing exactly. in their niches, two digits, something unheard of. Um, yes. And is that something you predict for for the Emirates too? Of course, we we do predict because I, I, I've seen this happening in the past as well. Okay, yeah. I've seen I've seen it thrice actually, where where kind of like. We were written off, and then after that, the government comes up with uh, things that which like put the back on the growth trajectory. And then you had 2008, 2009 crisis. The entire market collapsed. Dubai was personally was was individually as a city, it was badly hit. Yes, it endured it for 10 to 12 months, and then again the growth started. And then now this COVID, every time it has reset itself, and it has actually set new benchmarks for itself. So we are all we are, we are all very confident on that. We, we have several people from around the world currently here in the in the chat. We have, for example, Jenny uh, Widener has also been on our show. She's a large agent of a large insurer in the U.S. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, and, and other people from the sales front too. Um, when you know that you know markets will recover, uh, maybe not with a speed in, as in Dubai. Are there like a two, two, three strategies you could share and say that has helped me in the past to take advantage of it? Or what do we need to do now in order to be prepared when the you know cycle comes back again? Okay, every time, every time, like I can, I can, I can, I can give you a small example. Okay, uh, way back in, uh, way back in uh, early two thousand. Okay, yep. when when the, when the when the market was uh, in the dumps and uh, uh, this one that and we had to we had to get out of the rut. Uh, what we did innovatively was we were those days it was about issuing the policy itself as basic document called the policy itself. Uh, whilst the market was struggling to get the policy issued in three days time or four days time, we assured our customers to get the policy document delivered in four hours time. Mm. So what we did was every time we put the customer at the core focus. He is the mm. on which we we work. Okay, so that is when that is when that is when uh, the entire market turned towards us. We were we were not in that we were not in that space at all on the retail space, and suddenly we were we were we were the market leader. <laughs> okay, 
that happened once then yeah. technology was embraced and we were everybody was able to issue the policies instantly and things like that that's when yeah. we upped the market again that's when that's when the entire entire distribution model changed when the entire distribution model changed then we said fine it is it is not about it is not about uh, adopting the traditional models it is about innovative ways of connecting with the customer again yeah okay we we talked about while it's a, it's an accepted normal or accepted concept in other parts of the world we set up a call center uh, yeah. at a time when there was not even heard of in dubai so what you say actually is um do not look at the market look beyond and do more than the market you just did it with the speed of the policy you did it with the call center and i think that's the beauty of the insurance industry around the world that there are other industries that are far ahead so sometimes we just need to look left and right and see can i actually steal this idea like i will steal your bcac uh, uh, metaphor um and i think that's something uh, really really nice uh, there I just want to give out a shout out to Hassan who is watching right now here and 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 also says hi to to you and me. So thank you very much, uh, Hassan. If you guys have questions, maybe it's because Monday everybody is shy because sometimes they had like tons of questions, but not now not so not so many. Don't uh, hesitate to ask uh, also provocative questions to our uh, expert here, and don't be too nice to him. Kidding. Um, When we when we look into the future, um, what do you think we could learn from it, or what can we learn from Dubai? Uh, because I think it's a super special place. Okay, what we can learn from Dubai is like okay, uh, one best thing that we can learn from Dubai is uh, just it, it's in contradiction to my previous answer as well. Uh, like when that became the norm, we we went ahead and said okay, what is it that we go, what is it the customers want to next expect? we need to we need to expect the customer is able to like uh, transact his insurance needs instantly on his own that's what we we thought of in 2014 and 2019 it's now a reality today when we are talking about it we are not talking about uh, we are not wanting to be sitting on the laurels of what we achieved in 2019 we want to say like well listen we have sold the product is that all no it's about enhancing and servicing the product as well so ensure the delivery of the service of your uh, insurance risk carriers so what we are now what are the next evolution this is how dubai moves whilst the world is embracing the new order dubai is already working on what happens next it sets the tone in a way as to what needs to be done next So similarly, the same approach is what we have here in business as well. The next aspect of the business that we are concentrating is now, yes, sales and distribution. We have enabled the customer and empowered him. We need to now ensure that uh, the services are delivered. It's it's yeah. it, it looks sassy and it looks good to sell something uh, digitally, but the product is 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 used over the next 12 months, yeah. and the product is used when you are grieved. So what you need to do is you need to start working to ensure that the delivery of the service when it is required. So you you, you don't just get, it has to be a wholesome product now. That's the way we need we'll be going forward. That's the way Dubai goes forward. I think that's also something we can really learn from it uh, to really say let's not only react to the new reality, but let's. 
think now what happens after the new reality and even challenge the new reality. Uh, and, and I think that's something super forward looking um, and something that sometimes maybe the insurance industries in the West uh, don't really do very well. Um, and uh, yeah, I think once in a while we need to be reminded by that. Another really nice uh, thing I wrote down, by the way, uh, is um, that you talked about the laurels of yesterday. Um, I have a friend in the US, he's in real estate, and what he does, he actually went to all his salespeople uh, and said, we are going to um, erase all sales successes until the crisis. I want everybody to get zero. We are at zero now. There are no laurels. There are, because Why does he want to do it? Because we should not rest on uh, you know the first very good one or two months when we are going into an economic bloodbath um, and i think that's super important to uh, to cut yourself to zero to your, your sales results to zero and mentally mentally what does it mean what does it do because i mean for example we had a super great beginning of the year um, but if you take yourself mentally to zero you go out there and hunt for new, you know, uh, uh, clients and, and revenue. And I think it's super important that people get into this, uh, forget their laurels, burn the laurels, you know, it's over. It's now looking forward and to go into this, uh, this hunting mode and to to really um, do that. I think that's super important. That's beautiful, and actually. Africa AI, and I, Mola, I hope I pronounced it correctly, and you forgive me if not. I'm German, you know, I, we are so, you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, but thank you very much. Um, and, and so you really see people all around the world are watching right now. Um, and um, no questions so far, but that's okay. Um, when you look ahead, um, do you have like three things you would recommend insurance professionals? I mean, you are like a managing director, uh, owner, founder, but what do you recommend like for insurance professionals to do now how can they become part of the new order and the order after that okay one of the most important thing that they will have to do is like it is about time we start reskilling ourselves okay because uh, currently currently what had happened was in the last couple of last couple of decades we went into some sort of specialization into only one area Okay, today, today those those walls are now crumbling. So yeah. you need to reskill and upskill yourself today. I really okay. like. I think it's super important. Sorry for interrupting. I think that's super important. We have so many people in the insurance industry that say, "Let's not do it." And I have a, again my real estate friend. He's always says, "If you do not invest 15 minutes a day in educating yourself, you have a problem." Um, I don't interrupt you, but I think I did something wrong with my cell phone. We got a million of questions because probably I was just so stupid to refresh the browser. So Jenny Weidner, um, the agent from the US, she said, thanks for the insights. 80% growth would be amazing. <laughs> That's the true salesperson. Um, but what she says is, uh, but, uh, is there a concern about loss ratio when you grow that fast? Good question. Thank you very much, Jenny. Okay, when you're growing at that that speed, the uh, the 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 investment markets are also pretty buoyant. So in such cases, I've seen insurance companies working on a CR of 112 to 113 percent around that time because the investment returns were around 140. So they're still making around 28 to 29 percent. Regularly, if they've been doing around 8 to 10 percent during those periods when there's a growth at at such levels at 80 to 90%, I, I very, 
vividly recall one of the ceos of an insurance company uh, hosted us at one of the five star hotels and said well listen uh, our uh, our target for the year is like a cor of 112% we said what obviously he had better insights of the macroeconomic situations yeah okay at that particular time so if the country is if if the market is growing at 80% year on year obviously your equity markets are going to be doing well all your investment tools are going to be doing well so even if you're going to have adverse loss ratios your overall cor being not being good enough as well your investment returns will be super duper it will cover up all your it's 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 at the end of the day it's uh, it's about playing smart of where where you're going to get better returns now the markets are injured concentrate on technical profits and grow less yeah i think that's i think there are two takes on this one you can in a in a grow market you can grow substantially without um, ruining your combined ratio and i've seen cases when not the combined ratio not the loss ratio but the overall investment ratio is negative because when they invest in sales then um, the return and in insurance takes so long if one two three years but then it's really like an exponential growth and super profitable uh, and uh, i've seen one company in germany which i also had some shares and so that was really cool but i understood it um and adit damola asked what is the, what do you think about the role of the regulator i think that's super uh, interesting because i think the regulator plays, plays a special role in dubai thank you uh, to nigeria thank you very much okay uh, regulators have been proactive uh they instantly they uh, they circulated the draft e insurance regulations in november 2019 it's it's being debated with various uh, all the interested parties uh the there are still certain clarification that is still being sought there are certain uh, loopholes that are still being uh, looked at and uh, it's it's it's, a, it's on the it's on the anvil and one thing i must i must say that this uh, uh, the insurance authority in ua they have always been uh, at the forefront of things and yeah. what what they do is they 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 consult with various other insurance uh, regulators globally and yeah. try to imbibe the best practices globally suitably amended to the market that is the ua market so the draft regulations are already out at least 5 months ago and we expect it to be like uh, put up for consultation again in intensive consultation now more so after this covid because technically all companies have been like working from home so digitalization is now uh, uh, is now here to stay so they will hit they will let a case and up there are those regulations it's very much on the way yeah what i really like about that because sometimes in the insurance industry you have the impression that uh, the regulator will um, prohibit uh, innovation in order to save the old giants but i have conflicts to regulators all around the world if it's here in germany in the us or somewhere else all are saying our job is not to save the incumbents our job is to serve the customer and that's something that a lot of decision makers in the industry have not understood yet but there are so many great examples i think dubai is another one um so thank you very much for that question um philip lafiniere uh, which we will have on the show this week too on wednesday um he from slice labs uh, he asks um are you he actually uh, underlines how important it is to to uh, look at the customer sometimes it's a no brainer but it's it's super important and, and i think it's super interesting 
uh, to, for you two guys to meet at some point because they have also super interesting insurance platform built. Um, I think you're not competitors. I'm not sure yet. Let's let's see. Let's see how that goes. Um, let's see. Arvid also asked something. Oh yeah, he asked you something. How do people in business development survive this, considering the fact that face-to-face -face interaction with the customer is not possible during pandemic? Good question, because you're actually also leading a whole sales team. Very good question, and I've got a very different answer for that. In fact, in fact, our sales have, our, uh, our corporate sales have actually improved during this downtime and during this lockdown. Oh, I didn't understand that. What did you say? Our B2B sales has improved during this lockdown. What did you say? I, I think you said <laughs> your B2B sales improved. Yes. Ah. Yes. I may be very optimistic or too unrealistic, but that's a fact. Very good, very good. That's a fact. Today, 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 our, our business development executives are in a position to like connect with the customer thoroughly and is able to like uh, explain things and uh, elicit his products much more better. And today, our business development executives are more productive, more engaged, without having the uh, need to actually travel places. He's connecting with him digitally. He's connecting with him with every available platform. And uh, he's, he's making the difference. Basically, at the end of the day, what does the customer want? He wants to be felt important. He wants to be connected. And the sales guys I've got today have all the time to actually get connected with his uh, customer. Yeah. That's the reason we have some new sales guys who have just joined us a couple of months and they have tasted success in this very difficult market. Yeah. I think that's super interesting to, to see that, you know, you can be successful in sales uh, in these times. Uh, actually, um, I think a lot of insurance companies tried to make uh, more use of uh, digital tools, video consultation in the past with the client. Um, especially for for low premium and low profitable products and uh, not to make the agent drive out there uh, but i think what's super important in these days to really share the stories of sales units that uh, accept, that do not are not depressed because i have so many i mean also clients i mean that's good for us but where sales has been down in different uh, sales channels in banked sales channels in broker in uh, agent by 50, 40, 70%, sometimes 90%. So that's something really, 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 really bad. And on the other flip side, it's great to see people out there in the industry that are actually uh, not only keeping it up, but actually excelling that. And um, again, yeah. thanks to technology. Again, thanks to technology. Today, today, what we have done is we have, we have enabled the solutions digitally to say that uh, when he's connecting with the customer, he has got a solution instantly and he is able to secure the customer instantly. He is able to provide the cover instantly. This is what, this is what we, have been, we have been delivering. I think there's one little element added to be that. It's not only technology, it's the person. It's the sales manager that says, I'm making the call. I'm doing the consultation. I'm going through my list. I'm going to think, who can I, who, how can I add people to my list? What can I do? So I think it's really the, the salesperson that takes the new reality as what it is, the new reality, and then applies massive action and, 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 and just goes out, goes out there. And I think that's in addition with technology. I think technology makes strong salespeople stronger, and there are no excuses anymore for the rest. 
Very true. And there's one more uh, one more thing that I'd like, like to add over here is the, the attitude of the sales uh, staff also changes now because since they don't see the customer, they're not overawed by the size of the customer. Yeah. Because sometimes what you would think is like, oh, this brand, they already have a relationship with XYZ and uh, we won't be entertained and things like that. Today, he doesn't see any of those things. So he is, he is kind of like a clean slate. So yeah. he has no qualms in approaching the customer. Yeah. So maybe one, one thing that you actually uh, decided at Digital Scouting is we always have been very strong in Europe. We have clients from outside that want to come here and we have some in, international clients. But what we, I decided actually a few days ago, I was talking to my wife and it was like coming to my mind. I was like, we need to go global. We need to go global. There's no way, no hurdle anymore why we should not consult uh, insurers in South America, in Japan. And we can do everything digitally, analyze documents, uh, have interviews. There's no need to travel, which lowers the cost uh, of market entry. And now you, when you have a really good product or service, you can actually uh, uh, do a lot. So I think that's something super exciting. Insurance with you know, regulatory and country borders, it's a little bit different. But in the end, it's not. That's why I'm also super excited to see where your platform is going internationally. Of course, we have, we do have some exciting plans in terms of territorial expansion, and we are already on the way to a mass market. Actually, while this should be, this would remain a niche market. We would be going into the mass market as well next. Okay, and uh, as far as your geographical expansion is concerned, uh, I would like to leave it this way to say, Dubai, uh, the Farthest from Dubai is 14 hours to the east and farthest to the west is also 14 hours. So we are at the center of the globe today. Yeah. Okay. So you need to be here. Yeah. And I like your income tax. <laughs> exactly. No tax. Yeah. No All right. Last shout out to everybody who had a question and asked and said hi. You have a lot of fans saying hi to you. That's Hassan. Uh, Ade Damola, Jenny from Texas, Ar Arvid from Dubai, Hassan, Philippe from Canada. Oh, I get a call. Wait a second. Um, and um, we have also some other people who liked it here already. Wait a second. Uh, Valid, um, Hadrig, um, and a few people from your office, and but also a lot of people from outside. So. Thank you very much for taking the time, also being so patient for the tech setup that took us like a million years. Um, I'm very excited to see that it, uh, everything went goes so well. Is there anything the international insurance and insurtech community could do for you? Okay. Uh, one thing is like Middle East has always been like not being looked up uh, as, as enterprisingly as what it is always seen in uh, the Far East or in Europe or uh, US. I want to tell the insurance community globally to say that we are also there. And uh, we, we, we stand to be counted and we are one aggressive market here and don't shy away from this market. Okay. Uh, there's, always, there's always challenges in every part of the world. And uh, we also have a set of challenges from time to time. But trust me, there's a place to be. And I would welcome as many players as possible to this market. More the merrier. That's how I can keep growing. I need to have a good competition as well. And um, welcome, make this your another home and uh, we would love to do business with you guys. Thank you very much for 